This is a HeadGum Original. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Stunningly clear sound mixing Apple Podcast app Very, very pretty. That was only half of it. Wow. Yeah, and that's just the half of it. Nice. <laughs> uh, that was Shelby and uh, a friend of, named Dean Rules. Um, they both do some comedy and music stuff on Instagram. Uh, okay. Their Instagrams are Shelby Capone and Dean Rules Insta. Now that I think about it, his name is not Dean Rules. It's just Dean. Mm, that makes sense. I read Dean Rules. <laughs> Dean does rule. Yeah. That probably, it would be a cool last name, Rules. Yeah. In fact, that's my last name now. Wow. Amir Schmools <laughs> Rules. <laughs> and you'll follow Schmools <laughs> Rules. <laughs> it's, a, it's a funny vlog that I start. All right, Schmool's Rules. <laughs> Number one, don't lean back in an airplane. Uh, <laughs> Unless you're Schmool. <laughs> in which case, you rule. That'll be a Jake and Amir video soon, so we're not plagiarizing ourselves. Yeah, we just came up with it definitely. now. <laughs> yeah, we'll write that today. <laughs> Schmool's Rules. All right, thank you, Shelby and Dean, for Bo Burnham's That Funny Feeling. Another That Funny Feeling parody. Oh, and... They were at the HeadGum Live shows this weekend. Wow. Yes. What a time. Good those, time. Great those, time. Yeah, live shows again. We we completed a full weekend of shows. Yeah. Talk about that funny feeling doing live shows for the first time in yeah, it years crazy. and years. Uh, two years uh, since my... Two years, two days, actually. Since uh, your last live show. Live shows. Uh, and we, you know, right back into the fire. Yeah. Two shows in a night. Yes. Both of us. We did the HeadGum podcast first, which was a wild ride. Imagine Jeffrey James, but live. So anything he mm-hmm. says sort of has to go. Right. Yeah. It's even more chaotic. Yeah. You can see by going to that show what Ferris cuts out. <laughs> yeah. I think that's going to end up being a four minute podcast episode. It was an hour long <laughs> live show. He brought me out first and foremost to You Had a Bad Day. Yeah. So that's when that sort of set the tone for... Honestly, the rest of my life. Right. You had a bad show, had a bad life. <laughs> then uh, NADPOD's second show, you guys brought me out for that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Which was an even wilder ride for me. Yes. It was a wild ride for me too. Yeah. I thought I didn't understand what Jeff was talking about. And then Murph is sitting next to me, like telling me to roll certain dice, telling me mm -hmm. my hit protection, crowd going nuts. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like Chris Farley on a Japanese game show. I'm like, just, yeah. I don't know what to do. Your Tell me what to roll. roll. You gathered up <laughs> all of your dice. Yeah. The, the D6, the four, the 12, the 10, yeah. and the 20. You're shaking them up like it's Yahtzee. <laughs> yeah, and then I rolled it every, like 400 people laughed at me. Like, yeah. what the fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah. I wanted to be like, I'm not the weird one. I don't right. know how, we're how just, to you're, roll We're dice. in a room of everyone that knows how to play D&D. <laughs> but yeah, it's a pretty normal thing to not know which dice to roll. Right. I know I didn't for a long time, but uh, you just rolled the D20. Yeah. Uh, is that going to be an episode that comes out as well? Uh, yeah, I believe it's going to come out uh, by the end of the month. Oh, sweet. Okay, cool. So you guys can hear that one too. And then the next night, Gabrus's Power Hour into Doughboys Live, which was a real sloppy festival to witness. I'm glad I didn't have to participate in those shows. Yeah. I would have died. My, I, Jesus Christ, yeah. They, they were hung over by their the doughboys podcast i didn't I actually didn't see them between the power hour and the doughboys show i don't think because yeah i think it was eating or maybe i wanted to avoid that <laughs> right like they were busy trying to sober up yeah, did, is that what they were doing yeah like they, drinking water eating food it's wow. like a boxer in between rounds at one point i had to cut gabrus so that his eyes weren't <laughs> so swollen and then gabrus flew the next day to seattle yeah he, did he a had show a show last night, last night. that's fucking <laughs> I I was I texted him. I was like, "You're the only person that could do what you do." Yeah, he's the fucking king, man. Yeah, I wonder how that show was. Uh, yeah, it look. I mean, it sold out. But yeah, thank you to everybody for coming to those shows. Yes, and hopefully we uh, get to do a lot more of them soon. We still haven't done. And if I were you, we haven't done a fucking live podcast. Yeah, I haven't. It felt like we did because we did two shows. But yeah, neither of which were this podcast. Yeah, it's if I were you, will hit different. Really? I think so. Okay, cool. I'd like, to go, I'd like to go on a little run. You should do an If I Were You NADPOD tour so it sort of alternates. You're on every night, but then mm -hmm. me, Murph, Emily, and Caldwell sort of alternate. That's nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's good for everyone but me. <laughs> uh, okay, this is If I Were You, the only advice pod on the web hosted by us, both in New York City, recording sort of live to tape. It's Monday, October 25th. Going to post it as soon as possible. That is correct. That is correct. Uh, Halloween-themed questions, perhaps? A little spooky? Ooh. Oh, I definitely didn't find Halloween-themed Yeah, ones. neither did I. I actually found one with Halloween in the in the body of the email, though. Oh, that'll work. Yeah, not really a spooky email, though. Right. Uh, okay, this one is called um, Unsettling Neighbors. Ah, it's a little eerie-sounding. Yeah, okay. Um, we'll call this guy Jack for Jack Skellington. Good. Uh, hello, my situation has a bit of a setup. I almost never pay attention to my neighbors. I think my landlord has a monthly rent thing set up, so I don't really pay much attention to anyone next door to me. I did notice the current tenant after he left his bed alarm on for 24 hours. I plan to give this guy a piece of my mind the next time I saw him, but then I realized this guy looks so familiar, and then it hit me. I met him a long time ago. We met at a Halloween party way back mm. in 2019. Good, good. Uh, I saw this guy one other time at a different party. We chatted up a bit on Tinder, I think. And after that, he decided to find me and follow me on social media and dating apps. I got so uncomfortable that I blocked him when he was trying to reach me. Maybe early 2020? Now I'm not sure what to do. I'm 98% certain it's this guy with a different haircut. Should I be concerned? Should I say something about it? I can't for certain say it's the same guy and I don't want to confirm face-to-face -face now. Should I just wait it out? Should I go say hi? Help. 
P.S. I have a coworker named Mickey, and I'm dying to go off on him on a long monologue. <laughs> uh, so she, it's a guy that she didn't hook up with, was just talking to on a dating app. Yeah, well, it's a dude emailing about another dude that he sort of saw on a dating app and then blocked on a dating app. They never went out. And then he um, uh, thinks he lives next to this guy, but isn't sure. So he doesn't want to like, hey, I don't know if you followed me on a bunch of social media sites and I mm. blocked you or what. Right. Do you mention that at all? I think you have to play it cool. Yeah. I think that you, if it were me, I would never say anything. You know, I usually try to avoid the neighbor anyway. Yeah. So if the neighbor I'm actually a, says hi like to you. nod to the neighbor guy. I that's, see. That's appropriate to me. But- Sometimes you need to like befriend your neighbor if just in case anything happens. I'm friends with like one of my neighbors. You give him the key? No, not yet. No, my brother. <laughs> my brother lives like three blocks away. He'll, he gets he the, has key. the key. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing a neighbor key thing. Yeah, but then like, what if it's like, hey, there's a package. Hey, there's a pi- police department. Hey, there's a fire situation. I'll get a. I mean, fire situation. Yeah, there's. He doesn't need a key. He can't contact you either. He yeah. needs your contact and I have. The, yeah, it's contact. Information. Yeah, so he can call you. He you can, can call, call him. him. I can call him. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. And if there's a problem, he can text my brother. I can text my brother. I think I need a lockbox. That's what you need. A lockbox, lockbox that stays outside. Stays outside. And then that way, anyone you need can get into your house. You used to have a keyless keypad entry. That's correct. You think you're going to go to that in the new place? I don't know. Or I don't, was that just an LA thing for you? I guess I theoretically could. And I liked it. It was really nice to not You tried have. to convince me to get it. Yeah. It was nice to not have to carry keys. And there are even more like modern now where like you can you can get one that's like programmed to your Bluetooth. So yeah, if you're your just phone. like walking home, you don't even have to put the code in. It's like your if your phone is in your pocket, it'll just open. Wow. Yeah. If your phone is in your pocket, you're not even swiping it like Apple Pay. No. That's really cool. Yeah. But then everyone's like, but what if my phone dies? My phone's never dead. Well, those if things, my phone's dead, I'm dead, and right. I don't deserve to get into my house. I, in a pinch, you know, I have an outlet outside, but also you can, <laughs> um, you make the, they do have a way to get in with a key. They make a key for, um, in addition, yeah, because if like if the, if the lockbox itself died too, yeah. So then you got to bring a key just in case your lockbox is. Well, right. no, then you put the key in the lockbox. This is coming up more and more because I got the car key the office fob the yeah. wallet credit card like we need a way to put it all on the phone yes and the phone can never die yeah and it's all it's sort of getting there like i no longer have cash i use the card right. now i don't necessarily need the card because i got the apple pay but mm-hmm. then some places don't take apple pay they only take the card some right. people need your id and some people can just have a photo of it yeah so if you can get the keys and the wallet all on the phone everything on the phone seems, seems <laughs> that's where we're headed that, yeah that'd be good and then you don't have to like that's the only three things you carry it would all be in one yeah that would be nice but then you don't even like the size of your phone you're switching your phone is too big i'm getting the mini i'd like i want the chip i want just everything in my brain so i don't have to carry you know it's it's not nice to have things in your pocket yeah i want it in my head (laughs) i want it in my mouth (laughs) i want an sd card in my throat i want that like beautiful mind shit you know just like Things happening in my eye. Yeah. That's my shit. There were a few times this weekend where I'm like, I'm seeing something fun, but I like if I take out my 
phone and take a photograph of it, it'll change. Like someone's laughing or like cracking up at a joke. Mm. What am I going to take out my phone and take a picture of this person? I want to just sort of blink and then have that as a snapshot memory. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Like a double blink is that's that's a picture. Yeah. I want to be a phone basically. (laughs) So we're not all putting everything on the phone. We're becoming a phone. Yeah. If we were phones. Yes. If I were a phone. (laughs) So it's not even us. It's just basically two phones, phones at yeah. home talking to each other. And honestly, I really don't think we would need a home if we were a phone. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're the pro, I'm the mini. <laughs> and then Welcome to Fire Phone. Have you ever I'm pro, I'm mini. <laughs> this is an animated series we're pitching to it's not being received well, of course. Because <laughs> we, we got in the door with a different idea. Yeah, we just thought of it now. Actually, if I've been into a Tesla recently. Mm. Shout out to Marty. He, they don't have a key. You just sort of walk in and the car turns on. But is it a phone thing or is it a card thing? I think it's a card. It's like a black credit card. Yeah, see, I don't, want, I, I don't appreciate that. But you that. can put that in the phone. <laughs> in the phone? <laughs> or at least a case. A case yeah. with a single card or something. No, I, I don't, a car should have a key <laughs> if it doesn't have, have a phone. <laughs> like, I don't want the fob. I don't fucking like the fob, frankly. It's a bad shape for a key to be. But what if it's actually the thickness and size of a credit card i already have the perfect amount of cards in my wallet i don't need cards i guess is if it's the exact size and shape of a credit card i could handle it but like your office fob for example that's like three credit cards thick it's yeah yeah. that's real thick (laughs) what is it what is it doing it's like it needs to be thick it's It's plastic the thickness of a piece of wonder bread yeah (laughs) flattened but still yeah it's condensed it's a condensed thick plastic fob yeah but still i would argue thinner than a key no it's i don't think it's thinner it's the thickness of a key and it's a size of a card a card yeah but you don't have to stick it into a hole yeah but you have to like at at least when i use that fob you have i have to extract it from my wallet Mm. no i can keep it in my wallet that's good (laughs) but like what every time you're going into a door i'm not a fan of needing to take out your things that you shouldn't have to you think you should have to take out your wallet when you are on the street trying to get into your office well you have to take so. out your key anyway yeah but a key is for a door yeah <laughs> a phone is for your home and a wallet is for the mall shit <laughs> none of that rhymed you didn't have to force it wallet mall shit yeah that one did because you made it rhyme but the phone, first two home kind of okay. and then a key is for a door <laughs> <laughs> a key is for a door a phone is for a home and a wallet is for a mall shit yeah all right so a key is for the door see you <laughs> you get the turdy this episode no, and i've never said that before and i've never felt in compelled to say to it do so. yeah nor should i have I, honestly now. i will accept the turdy for <laughs> the key is for the door wow <laughs> Holy shit, I was just kidding. No, but you're no, giving I it to yourself. It. I deserve it. I deserve it for that. I wonder. So now the weekend. golden mic is quasi up for grabs. Quasi. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see, but try not to get too grubby. Uh, I forgot what we were going to tell this guy. Oh, yeah. Um, bring it up with his neighbor or not. I would say no. Wait till he yeah. brings it up. Uh, what if you're wrong? Yeah. It's yeah, it's I, and it's also like if it is him, then that's bad. 
And if it's not him, that's bad. Mm -hmm. There's not really a good outcome. You just need to be okay with not knowing and thinking it could be. But like knowing that it's him, it's not really going to make you feel any better. Yeah. And stuff that happens online, in the phone, in the metaverse, Mm -hmm. you don't discuss that IRL. Yeah. Especially right off the bat. I agree. That's that's for computers. You're mm-hmm. not. We're not there yet. We're not phones yet. Yeah. So keep it on the phone. Keep it on the DL, and um, give him a head nod. See if he could, uh, furthers the relationship beyond that. That's good. Uh, okay, let's take a break. Thanks some sponsees, and we'll be back after these messages. Yeah. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's they have 24/7 award-winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm-hmm. a professional-looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? boneheader.com boneheader it's like interesting that's pretty good yeah yeah it's like if you're a boneheaded person but you're doing a boneheader of move you know what i mean what about fitnessnah.com so it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness it's a movement about not going to the gym fitness it's nah. a it's an anti-movement really oh, it's a non-movement good. movement a, is anti-movement yeah. one anti-movement uh, seems i'll like have it to be. check it out later actually let me look right now anti-movement.com is not available don't yeah. buy that one okay yeah, yeah. i wouldn't but so it's more fitness of a nah. <laughs> yeah it's more of a fitness <laughs> nah thing yeah uh, squarespace ai also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website they can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, Check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. And we're back. Jake, do you have any? Oh, it's a little Gross. <laughs> Gross indeed. You know, actually, I think we both do. Okay. We both do. Okay. Because I, I have a piece of advice that I have been into recently. Okay. Um, you know, one of my goals was becoming more of a neighborhood guy. Yeah, which is sort of the opposite of what we just said, which yeah. is like, well, that's don't neighbor. your neighbors. Yeah. yeah. That's, but, you know, I'm, I'm friendly with the neighbors. Uh-huh. A couple of them are great. Um, but I'm trying to go to more of the local stores 
in the neighborhood. Versus chains? Versus the chains and versus the the Uber Eats, the caviar, the DoorDash, the Seamless. You know, it I still see. sneaks in every once in a while. But even now when I'm ordering, um, I will call the place oh, and order directly and then go pick it up. Which saves some money too. It saves money. It's, it's more money for the restaurant. Uh, and it makes you feel just a little more human. Uh, yeah, so. because you're doing it like you would in 1998. Yeah, yeah. So highly recommend doing that. Um, so um, when they when they pick up and you're talking to them, are they like, just use the internet? Or they're like, oh, no, thank you for calling in and doing it over um, the phone. Also, do you pay when you get there? Can you yeah, pay in advance? I pay when I get there. I see. And like, I just pay with my phone. So that's pretty easy. You're going to need your phone. Yeah, we are. I'll tell you what I did not like doing before. Like, I didn't like calling and, like, leaving a credit, like, giving my credit card over the phone. phone. That's, like, not fun or convenient. No. But now, every place that I call, I just put in the order. I say, I want to come pick it up. I come. I say my name. They give me the bag. I pay on my phone. It's great. And then do you say, by the way, by the way, I'm Jake. Thanks for this is you talking to a McDonald's. <laughs> hey, and remember, this is my order: yeah. two cheeseburgers, large fries. We're gonna and a call that soda. yeah, the usual. Uh, yeah, I work here for this week only. And Sometimes I'll, I'll get a a, a, a a milkshake. Is all that's what I was. It's important say. to uh, important to support local businesses. <laughs> You walking past a mom and pop burger stand. Your phone was declined, sir. <laughs> really? Yeah. I haven't made money this year. That'll happen. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. Order, pick up. This episode is brought to you by Dash Pass, we should say. Fuck. Uh, okay. My um, unsolicited advice is I saw a musical called Jagged Little Pill, which is the name of Alan- an Alanis Morissette album, which I knew about growing up. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize how much I liked turns out Alanis Morissette still got it, still the goat. Mm-hmm. So if you remember this album, you should listen to it again because oh, it's, yeah. it's a thrill. There's so many good songs on it. And if you are too young to remember this album because it came out in 1995, check out Jagged Little Pill. Yeah, it's a great album. That's uh, one of my, that was one of the first CDs I got or, or was able to listen to because my sister had it. Right. And I didn't, I'm listening to this, I'm at this musical, which is awesome. And then every song, some I recognize and are great, some I don't recognize and are still great. I'm like, was this written for the musical? No, it's all in this album, which was made in 1995. Alanis Morissette was 21 years old at the time. It's wild. Do you have a favorite Killed song? It. Every time I listen to it, it's something new. I, I mean, I loved You Ought to Know. I love Head Over Heels. Mm-hmm. I love Hand in My Pocket. I like Ironic, You Learn, All I Really Want. It's There's so it's many crazy singles. how many hits. Yeah, there's a lot of good hits on that album. From this one insanely popular album. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Alanis Morissette, finally giving her some love on episode 512 or whatever. Yeah, I think Head Over Heels is probably my top. You would like this show then. Because you better believe they sing it. And it's like a Broadwayized version of every show. So it's kind of like watching really talented people do Alanis Morissette karaoke. That's pretty solid. Uh-huh. I'll, but I'll tell you what, I had this experience when I watched um, the the Billy Joel Broadway musical. Oh, what's it called? Um, I think it's called Moving Out. Uh-huh. Uh, and I was like, this is pretty good. But I like it when Billy Joel sings it. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and Alanis has such a specific voice. Yeah, and some of them match it, and some of them don't even try. And it's oh, like that's cool covers slash karaoke versions of maybe all the maybe it'll be songs. more like the Green Day musical that I saw, which I thought was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is a really 
easy way to write. Uh, it's easy and hard. It's easy because the songs are already written, so that's yeah. the hard part. But then the hard part is like making a story with the songs. I think it's I like should a puzzle be hired. that shouldn't be a puzzle piece. I want to be hired to do the one for Dude Ranch. Yeah. Are, are is there enough common themes that you could put into an, a story that you can just make the songs eighty percent of the story? Yeah, it's like a loser that can't get laid. Interesting. Yeah, we already wrote it. It's called Lonely and Horny. We just <laughs> set it to Lucius by accident. So, wait, what songs are on Dude Ranch that you could sort of piece together like puzzle pieces? Let me see. I was kind of kidding about Dude Ranch, but I, I could probably more. But you know, Enema of the State doesn't have. Um, that's but more of a the, fun album. I don't think the slow songs too. Yeah. Let me see. Let Which me, Alanis is very good at as well. She got like fun, angry songs, and then she's got like uh, really slow songs. I fucking resent that I just looked up Dude Ranch, and the first result was for fucking like actual ranches, yeah, and not the album, yeah, Dude Ranch. I guess because the album is like thirty eight years. That'll old, happen. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. Oh damn! It's on that album. There you go. Okay. So is Dick Lips. Yeah. Which is actually a pretty good song. It's about getting kicked out of high school. That's fun. Yeah. The good thing about album, they're called jukebox, I discovered. Jukebox uh, musicals. is like when a song, like usually in a musical, you're like, oh, I hope to like these songs. And by the end, you might like them. But like in a jukebox musical, like somebody starts singing ironic. You're like, everyone's already all in. This is mm. great. I yeah. already like this song. Right. Yeah. So like when Damn It comes on during your play, people right. are just like fucking so invested. That's tight. Wait, so what songs are on there? Um, Josie is on there. That's good. That could be like the main character. Mm -hmm. yeah. Apple Shampoo. Don't know that one. Yeah. That, that could be like him getting ready in the morning. Mm -hmm. yeah. There's uh, <laughs> one called A New Hope, which is kind of a Star Wars ballad. <laughs> okay. It's getting a little harder. To the chorus is Princess Leia, where are you tonight? <laughs> yeah. It was kind of hard to fit ironic into this musical. I'll say that much. Isn't that ironic? Yeah. Someone had to like sing ironic in like the middle of a song. In the middle of a play, a story yeah. about something else. Interesting. Um, a little too ironic. Nice. I really do think. Uh, okay. Let's see if we can answer another question. This one's called just classic sticky situation. Cool. Um, it's a lady. A lady who is in a sticky. Josie. Josie. There we go. She brings me Mexican food from Sombrero just because... <laughs> Is that Josie? That is Josie. <laughs> that could be in the play. Yeah, my girlfriend! <laughs> so she comes home, and, she, and he's like, well, where'd you get that Mexican food from? And she's yeah. like, just from sombreros. Why? Just because. <laughs> yeah. You don't ever sing the song. Yeah, just that. She's so cool and cool independent. <laughs> she doesn't mind when I hang out with the guys. <laughs> she, I, I do like someone that laughs at my dumb jokes when no one does. Mm -hmm. Usually in my relationships, everyone else is laughing and the girl's sort of rolling her eyes. She, she's <laughs> right, had girl, Yeah, it. she's yeah. heard it all. At, yeah. Because you're, you're a lot. Yeah, exactly. Uh, hi, Jake and Amir. I did something stupid and dumb and now I'm sort of dealing with that. Mm. I'm 19 and in college. Oh, Josie style. Um, Wednesday, uh, on Wednesday, a few senior guys invited me to join their drinking game and I got blackout drunk, like bad. The next morning was punishment enough. I had to run out of uh, of my biology lab to vomit uh, what looked like the most, mostly strawberries under fluorescent lights. Yikes. But the problem is that one of the guys who I played with recently broke up with my roommate like two weeks ago. She was really hurt that I hung out with him and yelled at me. I get why she was upset, but my question is how can I apologize to her? And more uh, generally, what are the rules of hanging out with your friends' ex in group settings? Thanks for making me laugh when I feel like shit, Josie. So that is, that's the real question to me. 
Yeah, can you hang out? I mean, she can in hang out. In a group out. setting. Yeah. I don't think that, I think that her friend owes her an apology. Yeah, I don't think you should apologize. I think it's it. like, that's an overreaction. Yelling? Yelling at somebody? Cause it you seems like, saw, she's, like she's mad at the ex, not the friend. Right. And like the ex is like, they had a breakup and now the ex is hanging out with her friends. Yeah. Okay, so you have to, so being nice, I think that you got to look at the source of the anger, which isn't actually something that you did. Like, you hung out with this guy, so I'm mad at you. It's actually like, this guy hurt me, so I'm mad. And like, th- th- being reminded of it makes me sad, and now I'm frustrated at you. That's right. So there's a bunch of steps that you can address that isn't like, I'm sorry I hung out with this guy. Because really what you did is not, you, not really anything wrong. Yeah. But what you can apologize about is uh, what your roommate's going through and offer some kind of help and support to make her feel better. Yeah. I mean, being hungover is already bad. It's the yeah. worst punishment of all. I think the the apology should just like kind of entail, um, you know, how kind of insane it is. Like, I'm really sorry uh, that like I saw your ex and I know you don't want me to hang out with him. Would it make you feel better if I never hung out with any guys again? <laughs> Like is how oh you... that's nice and passive aggressive <laughs> yeah and I have just left when I saw him there and like hung out at home and did nothing <laughs> yeah. all night I'm so sorry I didn't do that I really am I yeah. forgot you did I didn't know he was going to be there but when he was there should I have just like run away <laughs> is that what you'll do every time you see someone that you'd recognize from someone else that dated him did you just like walk out of the restaurant or something or like can you be in the same restaurant I'm just curious what the rules are because you're making them up on the fly <laughs> I'm throwing up again. <laughs> God, being so hungover and then have to do stuff at school is, I'm glad I don't have to experience that feeling anymore. Yeah, being hungover and doing anything. I think as I've gotten older, um, I haven't necessarily stopped getting hung, hungover. I'm definitely hungover less, but I have stopped being able to do shit when I was hungover. Yeah, other like, than like lay down and watch football and fall asleep occasionally. Yeah, even if I have plans to like... I, I was going to watch the Grand Prix with Marika at the office yesterday, yeah. and I was too hungover. <laughs> I was like, I have to just stay at home. I'll do you one better than that. I can't even drink to get hungover anymore. Like, by the time I have a, my first or second drink, I, like, I already feel bad. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm, I'm so beyond drinking that, like, I can't even drink enough alcohol to get drunk enough to be hungover anymore. And I think like I'm your body post- just starts, like, shutting it down. Yeah. It's like, like, no... By the second drink, I'm just like, I don't feel that well anymore. Wow. So I'm like, I, I don't know. I have to find an alternative to drinking. Um, maybe microdosing. That'd be cool. Or maybe drinking is not for me anymore because I'm 38. And then once you become, once I, even if I fight through and I figure out a way to drink enough, I'll still feel bad the next day. Mm-hmm. So what's the reward? Yeah. Here? There's no reward. Yeah. Um. I wonder if I can just be dehydrated. I'll just like not drink water that day. So I can still experience a hangover, which is like a communal punishment. That's good. But then I don't have to necessarily get drunk and have fun. <laughs> nice. Did you guys go out after that, um, the Doughboy show? I think I saw you guys walk into a bar and I'm like, all right, this is the end of the night for me. It's 1 a.m. Uh, yeah, I think that was my second of four bars that night. Wow. Yeah. And what was the third and fourth bar? Third bar was the woods. Mm-hmm. Fourth bar was Ontario bar. I see. Where I was just sitting there with Micah saying, we shouldn't have done this. <laughs> so third bar was like the transition to the regretful side of things. I regretted even the third bar because we got to the third bar and jo- uh, Jeff realized he 
had forgotten his backpack at yeah, the second bar with the computers and stuff he immediately had to leave gone forever the gone night forever. was over yeah so like we were at the woods and that's a good place to be with like four people but it's not exactly a just me and micah bar i see so we hung out for a little bit <laughs> and then uh, it was like three yeah then it's like three maybe even three fifteen. yeah and we're like let's walk home we walk home on the way home we're passing ontario bar and it's like it looks like there's some people there still <laughs> yeah so let's try to squeeze a little bit more out of this night yeah we thought jeff might be there was he no yeah <laughs> do you got a drink at the fourth bar yes if it's the f- end of the night end of the night i did not finish it as i was drinking i was like <laughs> if you stop now you'll be less hungover yeah and nothing's happening there's nothing left here <laughs> that's how i feel at the on the second drink Mm-hmm. <laughs> right it happens earlier for you yeah it, there's pro- there's a good middle ground that would be that's where you that's where you want to be i think yes exactly a little bit more drunk than me a little right. bit less drunk than three you. basically what marty did actually he left after the second bar yeah i don't know how many drinks he had but he left out he left after the second bar i feel like we got to figure something out with alcohol like give me drunkenness in a pill or something like i shouldn't have to drink so much poison to get drunk anymore it's 2021 yeah let's figure something out yeah uh, so if any of you chemists are out, I, she, she was actually in a biology lab, so maybe they're studying that. That'd be perfect. And if, well, once she was we throwing the, up during it, so she probably missed that part. And once we do the COVID thing, I feel like we can shift our attention a little bit. Again. Yeah. Because yeah. like, if we can do like the, let's do the vaccine that works like 100% of the time. Right. And then, which was, it's been totally awesome. Thank you for the vaccine. And I do appreciate right. that. One note, it should be 100% of the time. Always, yeah. Just effective forever. And then yeah. also, once you're done with that, ideally a shot that'll get me hammered <laughs> and not a shot of Jaeger. Right. Yeah. A shot that gets you hammered and then another shot that cures the hangover. Yeah. Or at least morning. an alcohol that doesn't taste so. If you, I, I want to drink a bottle of water and then feel tipsy. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like the idea of a hangover that you like, like the cure that feel you wake up and you feel the hangover you would have. You take a shot and it just sort of like goes away, dissipates. Yeah, that's cool. So you so you really feel the effect of yeah. that medicine instead of the gradual getting out of the hangover. We should be fucking chemists because I have a lot of ideas for medicines. That's cool. What's another one? Um, I mean, I already can't, I feel like hangover cures pretty fucking good yeah um shot that makes you a little taller like so if you wanted to grow you would have a shot and (laughs) the fun thing would be like you'd basically buy say your inseam is 30 inches are you paying attention (laughs) i feel like you're really scatterbrained right now what are you talking about very focused on the shot a shot that makes you taller yeah you buy a pair of 34 inch inseam pants you wear that to the doctor he gives you the shot. All of a sudden, you grow into that inseam. That's pretty neat. You walk out in. Why do I have to like the pants? Because it's that feeling, that feeling of that growth, <laughs> that moment, and that's the golden mic for coming up with a fucking. <laughs> you are. I came lo- up with two new medicines on this show. <laughs> Wasn't the first one me? That I was a fucking that. co-pro. I was a co-pro, and I had the fucking design for how it was going to be, how it was going to be applied, and how it would work. And I actually have a patent. <laughs> I really do have a patent about it. Uh, all right, so let us know if you can make up that um, medicine, scientist. Thank you, appreciate in advance. Namaste. Mm. Uh, all right, let's take another break and answer some more questions on the other side of these massages. 
Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. That's amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. the subscription box that I accidentally subscribed <laughs> to when I bark was high. Box. Yeah, bark yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending a one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn, and I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. Congrats. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most saving of yours. the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Welcome back to If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the wet. Let's start over. I'm Amir. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I'm, I'm uh, Schmool's Rules. Schmool's Rules. <laughs> I can't wait to write that later. Uh, so this is a question from a Canadian guy. Alanis Morissette, also Canadian. Very good. Used to date Dave Coulier, also Canadian. And then was uh, married to Ryan Reynolds. Really? Also, I think married. Maybe dating. What a power couple that was. I like both of those people. Uh, okay. This is a 24-year-old we'll call Dave Coulier. I found myself in a predicament and could really use your advice. I had a close female friend and I hung out with her a lot. Yesterday, I took shrooms for the first time and she was my sober trip sitter. After a couple hours, I was dripping balls and somehow said, I'm in love with you. As soon as I said it, I realized it's not true, but it was too late. She said she loves me too and went for a kiss. I kissed her and it felt so wrong. I made an excuse after and went home and I did not enjoy the rest of my trip. Now what do I do? I definitely don't want to, I definitely don't like her that way and I don't want to lose her friendship since I don't have many other friends. What should I say? Give me a quote, please. We have never <laughs> spoken since. <laughs> a quote. And don't just like say what the sentiment should be. Yeah. Like write I me something I'll read on quote. the phone. Yeah. yeah. I want to I want to look down reading as I speak to her. <laughs> That's such a funny fucking situation cuz he she was she was trip sitting. She's dead sober. You can't chalk it up to like oh we were fucked up. She, <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, she you thinks were that that was, and she said the truth. She thinks that that's your universal truth, the most true. Mm-hmm. You used to do that. You used to take drugs that made you feel love and then confess love and not necessarily think so. That's correct. Yeah. Yes. But when I was doing it, everyone was on the drugs. I was on MDMA in the desert, and I said, I love you to someone. And then I was on MDA in the club in New York, <laughs> and I said something. Like, that, that'll happen. That'll, right. that'll happen. When everyone's on Molly, you do love everyone. It was never even a lie. What about you say, like anyone would be, I'm flattered by your fascination with me. Like any hot-blooded woman, I simply <laughs> wanted an object to crave. But you, you're not allowed. You're uninvited. That's the quote? That's an Alanis Morissette song that you can sing to her. Oh, nice. That's right. Must be strangely exciting to watch the stoic squirm. Must be somewhat heartening to watch the shepherd meet shepherd. There you have it. So just... I don't know. And then a she says, song? "You've already won me over, <laughs> in spite of me." Nice, head over heels, which is where your head is usually. So it really should be the other way around. But oh no, it's head over feet in her head version. over feet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> head over feet. Um, okay, yeah. What? Do you, I mean, do you have to confess your anti-love for someone? Hey, that was a mistake. Um, I think yeah. You just play dumb. You say. Wow, it was crazy. Did I do anything weird yesterday? <laughs> oh, I don't remember anything. Completely dumb. No, that's that'll that's too gaslighting. <laughs> I think you just have to you there's nothing that you can do except say how you actually feel. Mm-hmm. And I think that what you can temper it by saying I do love you as a friend. And our friendship is really important to me. That's really good. Basically what you said here. So yeah. your quote is reading back this email to her. That's beautiful. Including this. P.S. Recently watched the Allison Williams episode. This is what he says to her. Are you still friends with her? If so, bring her back on the show. It's a good idea. We should. Yeah. We sort of lost touch with a lot of our guests because of the pandemic. But I'm sure Allison still listens to every episode and wants to be on our to. show. God. There's no other it. situation, right? <laughs> uh, I do. I trust that she's got that consistency. Yeah, that's I don't right. think she, I don't think we deserve it, but I think that it's possible. That's cool. Uh, okay, one last question. Yeah. Uh, help! Am I catfishing my best friend's brother? Oh God! Yeah, I love this question. <laughs> uh, another lady. Um, we'll call this lady Blake Lively, the person who stole Ryan Reynolds away. From Alanis. I can't believe it. Maybe. I have no idea. Blake has nothing on Alanis. Uh, so a couple years ago, I moved away from my home and my best friend. Last week, my best friend's brother was stationed in my area. We matched on Bumble, so it doesn't seem like he re- realizes that it's me. Since moving, I've gained a new nickname, but otherwise look the same. My Bumble also indicates we're from the same city, and his parents stayed with me last month. His parents stayed with me last no- month? What do I do? Is he an idiot? We've been talking and I feel like I'm catfishing him because I already know the answer to the questions that I'm asking. Help, please. P.S. My best friend is a huge fan and gave me the A-OK to shaboink her brother. Yeah. Shaboink. Shaboink. It's shaboink. See, this is a nice friend that yeah. you can just shaboink the brother, not like you can't get drunk with my ex or right. something. Yeah. That's, this is that open heart strategy. I just wanted to say that this guy 100% knows who you are. 
they're so close that their parents stayed with her and then he's, yeah. she's like so where are you from <laughs> yeah what are your parents like no he's that are just currently staying with me i think he's just playing it cool uh but he knows who you are really yes as just as you know who he is i think it just goes without saying i don't think you need to be like oh my god it's you hi it's like hey uh we're chatting we matched this is it's obvious we know each other <laughs> but she did gain a new nickname <laughs> i just imagine that 25 years into life and i go by i don't know kenny <laughs> I, I mean, you change your name all the time on this show. <laughs> it's Guyton Nice and Liquid Nice. Yeah, but none of them ever. Theodore stick. Leslie, <laughs> Theodore. a thin little skeleton guy. Where did you pull that one? I don't remember that. You don't remember Theodore Leslie? <laughs> now that you say it, it sort of sounds familiar. But I definitely couldn't have thought of it. <laughs> I really like that actually, Theodore Leslie. <laughs> A chemist from London That's moved nice. to, I don't know, the Pacific Northeast. That's good. North yeah. The Pacific Northeast. Yes. What is that, Spokane? Minnesota. <laughs> yes, Theodore has a hard time with words <laughs> and geography. Leslie is sort of a wild child of the night. Yes. yes. He's also not a good chemist. No. He has a hard time with everything. <laughs> Theodore is kind of a bumbling moron of a man. <laughs> but did I mention he's 6'8", 112, soaking wet and pale as Guyton Ice. <laughs> I'm, I'm losing the nickname mid-sentence. I can't even introduce myself to people. <laughs> Do you think you'd have fun if you would just sort of try to reinvent yourself? You would move to, I don't know, Denver for a year and just do whatever you want. You sort of have carte blanche access to do, create a new life for yourself, but only for a year. Oh, yeah. That's exactly, basically what I was going to say. I think I could have fun, but it would be, there'd be a uh, a shelf life for it. Yeah. I think I, it, and I think it would be. A year. But that's that would be pretty fun. Everybody should take a gap year to find themselves slash be someone else. That's cool. Yeah. I basically did it in college. I went to my freshman year, had an amazing first semester, made a bunch of new friends. Kind of midway through, realized I hated being there. I needed to go home <laughs> and be with my, my best friends and my family. Yeah. And I think that happens to me often. Yeah, like when you moved to L.A. and then you said, you know what, I don't want to be here anymore. I want to be closer to my friends and my family. Yeah, but that was harder because some of my friends lived in L.A. Mm, and but there's yeah. the rub. But th yeah, I mean, that I guess now, and now there's like a way to split the time. But that's I would definitely do just like a straight up, I mean, I want to do a year in Melbourne. That's what I want to do. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. That's sort of an L.A. meets New York. It's like a city, but the weather is just nice all the time and people are laid back. That's what I want. Although it is weird that LA and New York are so far apart. Like half of everybody we know lives in these two cities that could not be further apart. Yeah. Is that just a coincidence? Like we could just be friends with people from Austin and Nashville and it's a pretty close thing, but that's it's, not how it worked out. Yeah. It's the industry. That's what it is. But why are half the people in LA? I guess because you either prefer this or you prefer that, but geographically they're so s separated. I, but I think I know more people that prefer new york but live in la anyway at this point because they move there and they're just they don't want to move back yeah like you move there for to like ride on a show or something you get all of a sudden i don't know if you move across the country it's it's hard for people to uh move back move back 
It's not hard for me. I've done it a lot. Yeah, but for you, it's like a whatever thing. Yeah. You've driven across the country multiple times. I think six. In fact, I think you prefer the, the movement. I do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're already talking about like going to Australia. Yeah. <laughs> you just finished creating a house and now as soon as it's done you're like i want to go to australia for a year yeah yeah i like the process yeah <laughs> uh okay uh did we tell this person what to do uh yeah yeah just to proceed with the knowledge that this guy knows who you are okay cool and you don't need to you don't need to verify or confirm it'll it'll come out on the day in a way yeah uh, all right, cool. Thanks for writing in. Thanks for submitting your questions, your theme songs, all of it to if I were you show at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, the opening theme song. Oh, yeah. We can com- complete it. We can finish it because we only sang half of it or heard Damn half right. of it. Um, and if anyone wants to uh, submit an Alanis Morissette theme song, that'll be the zone that I'm in looking for for the next month or so. So choose a song, parody it up, send it in. Uh, do you remember her name? I believe it was Shelby. Yes, Shelby Capone and Dean. Dean rules. Dean rules and Schmuel's rules too. Uh, thanks to you guys for listening. Thanks for coming to the live shows if you were there. And we'll be back next week. Ciao, everybody. Peace. Stunningly clear sound mixing. Apple Podcast app. Hey there, podcast listener. Good news. We're doing another HeadGum Happy Hour in New York City. Whoa, that's amazing news. Amir, why don't you tell the folks when and where it is? Okay, fine. It's Tuesday, May 7th at 7.30 p.m. at the Bell House. Okay, and why don't you tell everybody 
who the fucking hosts are. Yeah, that would be us. It would be, uh, we're hosting it. It's Jake and Amir. Okay, and how about this, you little piece of shit? Why don't you tell everybody who is going to be performing? Who is this show featuring? All right, I don't appreciate being called that, but it is featuring Charlie Bardet, Natalie rodder Leitman of Exploration And why Live. don't you tell them, excuse me, why don't you tell them who else it's featuring? Yeah, Millie Tamara's and Elise Morales of the Go Touch Grass podcast and some surprise guests as well. More, yes. And Mir, why don't you go ahead and close this out now? You say something like, thanks for listening. We'll see you at the yeah. show or something like that. Why don't you go ahead yeah. and do that? Hmm? Okay, I will. It's, hmm? it's, Can uh, you do that? So go buy a ticket at headgum.com slash live and we'll see you there. All right. Bye.